What's going on, guys? Hope everybody's having a phenomenal day. Happy quarantine. Hope you're all staying safe and staying sane and staying home. Um, and on today's episode, guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about this whole virus thing. It's what's on everybody's mind. It's causing a lot of fear, confusion, doubt, frustration, and people are out of work. People are worried about paying their bills. Uh, I work in the real estate industry, so obviously I get a ton of questions about the market. Is it good? Is it bad? Is the market going to crash? What's going to happen? And there's a lot of negativity out there, which is understandable because it's a situation that is dangerous. It's something that people have never seen before. Uh, I was talking to my dad and he was he was saying that he's never seen anything like this in his entire life. So it's a new experience for the majority of us. And so it's normal to have some fear, some anxiety, and some uncertainty about how long this is going to last, when are we going to be able to go back to our normal lives, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about and talking to friends and family members about is what else can we take from this whole experience? Is it just something where we're simply waiting until the virus passes so that we can go back to living life the way we used to? Or is there something greater that we can learn as a society to move us forward and to make us better once this whole thing passes? And so I wanted to share a couple of experiences that I've had, two in particular, and some things that I've seen on social that um, I think point to what I believe are some of the lessons that we can learn from this whole coronavirus situation, right? And so uh, one experience was a couple days ago, I was at a store. This was actually uh, two days ago. I was at the store. I went to pick up some things. And the person that was in front of me, it was an older lady with two kids. And I was at a, a, a Hispanic store. And she was buying just some bread, uh, not a lot. Uh, her total was about four dollars and like fifty cents or something like that, and that was all that she was buying. And she swiped her card, and it didn't pass; it was declined. And so she started. I could tell that she was getting really nervous, and she was asking her kids. Uh, I think her son had used the card or had had the card, and she was like, "How much did you spend?" Um, you told me you spent this, you told me you bought this, did you buy something else? And they kind of started arguing for a few seconds right there in front of me. And I just thought, wow, like it's $4 and 50 cents and they don't have it. And, you know, I don't know if you've had the experience of having your credit card decline at a grocery store, but it's incredibly embarrassing. Uh, it happened to me back in high school when I was in college and it's a horrible experience, but she she started to get really, really upset, nervous. She didn't know what to do. Um, and so I offered to pay for her bread. And I just started thinking like, wow, I mean, people are really going through a tough time. Um, people are out of work. People don't know where their next paycheck is going to come from. And that's so sad. And I I grew up in a family where we weren't poor but we certainly had times where it was it was rough financially. And so I know kind of what that feels like. And so I just started thinking, you know, to have more empathy towards people. And, you know, right now, if you see a situation like that, maybe months ago, you wouldn't think anything of it, or maybe she just leaves the bread and she goes home. But because we're all on the same boat here, 
um, we tend to be more empathetic and we tend to think, shoot, you know, and immediately I just thought I'm going to help her out. It's less than five bucks and whatever. Um, and she thanked me and she went on her way. And just today, uh, just working my normal real estate business, we had a deal that was supposed to close next Tuesday. And the buyer, which is who I'm representing, they got laid off. They're no longer working. And they asked the employer if the layoff was temporary or if it was permanent. Because right now, what a lot of the banks are doing is because it's a situation that is so widespread, if you get laid off, but it's temporary and your employer still says that you're employed, then a lot of banks are kind of letting that slide and they're still letting you close. But in this case, the employer said that it had to be permanent, that they didn't know how long this thing was going to last and that they didn't, once it passed, they didn't know how many employees they were going to have. They're going to restructure. And so long story short, the layoff was permanent and she, she lost her job. And so obviously she can't close. She can't buy her house because if you don't have a job, the bank isn't going to lend you money. So we had to cancel the transaction. And whenever you cancel a transaction, you obviously have to communicate that to the other side. So I made a phone call to the agent and let him know that we weren't going to be able to go through with the purchase. I explained the reasons why I sent over the, the formal cancellation document and I could hear in his voice just the the desperation, just the, it was, it was really weird. It was his, his voice kind of started cracking. So I could tell that he had a knot in his throat and it was a mixture of frustration, anger, sadness, desperation. And I just started thinking, you know, maybe this was his only deal. A lot of real estate agents don't have a ton of deals. Um, maybe it was his only income, something that he was counting on. It was over a six figure commission. It was kind of a big deal and we're not going to close. So I felt so much empathy and I felt so bad. It just, it made me so sad just to imagine. And with this particular agent, I follow him on social. We're friends on Facebook and I know that he has younger kids. And so the point is that we're all on this boat together and we're all feeling the effects in one way or another. Um, maybe you still have your job. Maybe you don't. Maybe a family member has lost it. In the worst cases, maybe it's someone you know has gotten sick. And so we're all on this boat trying to make it through. And I think that one of the things that we have to take from this is to be more aware of other people's struggles and be more empathetic, be more um, considerate of people, be kind to people. Because we go through our lives and we just kind of worry about ourselves and nothing else matters. And we don't really look to the left or to the right. We just have our blinders on and that's it. We just go through our, our day to day and we worry about ourselves and our needs and our wants. And that's, that's it. If somebody isn't our kid or our family member, we really don't care as a society, I feel. And so one of the things that this has taught me is whenever I go to a store or whenever I'm somewhere where there's people, even though, you know, everything is closed. But usually now that I'm going to grocery stores, I look around and I think we're all on this boat together. Like everybody's feeling this in one way or another. And I really wish that there was more that I could do to help. And that brings me to something that I saw on social. But again, this situation has really evolved my thinking on this point, And that's documenting good deeds. Usually at least in my perspective, 
when somebody does a good deed and films it and posts it on social, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Because I'm like, if you're going to do a good deed, just do the good deed and just go on your way. Don't film it. Don't post it. Don't try to get recognition or social recognition or whatever. And I, I may be wrong on that, but that's just that's just the way I feel. But I've seen a lot of people, in particular one person, who posted a video saying uh, he was at a drive-thru and he was going to pay for the person's meal that was behind him. And again, in a typical situation, I would think that's kind of a douchey thing to do to put it on social. Like just do it and feel good that you did it. You don't have to kind of you know boast it or put it out there. But I started thinking about that and I thought we need to do more of that. We need to help each other out, lend a helping hand, and share it because we need to make kindness cool again, guys. And if we can share those kinds of things or if you're an influencer, whoever you are, do a good deed and please share it. Share it with the world. Share it with people and motivate other people to do the same Uh, because, again, we have to make kindness something cool. We have to make helping people out something good, something cool, something recognized, something that will inspire other people and the other people will want to do the same thing because they see you do that. And again, in a normal situation, I would think that's a douchey thing to do. But because, again, because we're all on this boat together, we don't know the situation of the person that's behind us in the drive-thru. And if you're fortunate enough to be in kind of a better position, reach out, help somebody, and film it document it and share it and put it out there because we need to do more of that. We need to be more considerate and more aware of the people that are around us. So I just kind of wanted to share that with you guys. It's been really a week that has taught me a lot. Uh, I've learned that you don't always have to go out. You don't always have to go to restaurants and spend money. You can stay home and you can spend quality time with your family. You can play with your kids. And many of us, maybe we're doing it because we're bored or, or whatever, because in my case, I, I'm not going to the office, so I'm, I'm at home, so I'm able to spend that quality time with my son and with my wife that in a normal circumstance, it's not that I don't want to, but because of you know, the hustle of the day, sometimes you, you just don't have a chance to. So um, it's okay to stay home. It's okay to have a home-cooked meal. It's okay to not go out. It's okay to just chill and watch a movie and just spend qual- quality time. And at the same time, a lot of the things that we buy – we just don't need. I mean, we really, really don't need. I saw someone on Twitter who said that this whole quarantine thing is great for their bank account because they're not going out. They're not spending money. They're they're saving and they're seeing their bank account not diminish as rapidly because they're at home. And that's a good thing. I hope that we can have better spending patterns moving forward, learn to recognize what we need and what we don't need, what are the essentials, and that we can all because of that, be better prepared for whenever this happens in the future. But uh, I just wanted to leave you guys with that. Hopefully, we can all reach out. We can all lend a helping hand. Be aware when you go to the store, when you go somewhere, or if you know somebody that's having a hard time, if you know someone that's lost their job, somebody that is elderly, somebody that is scared, reach out, guys. Lend a helping hand and document it and share it so that we can all see it and we can all be inspired by that and we can make kindness cool again. And if we do that, then once this whole thing passes, we'll be a better world for it.